Hey, everybody, it's Friday. George Watkins here again to welcome you to a new day. Thank God for life. Thank God for breath. Thank God for strength. We wake up and say, good morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I may be way too exciting, excited for you this morning, so grab a cup of coffee and let's talk about the good things of the Lord. Our subject today is God said, I will love you till it hurts. If you haven't been here before, welcome. And uh, stay around for a while. Some of the good things come down the road. If you'll hang in there with us, we're talking about God's favor toward you and how much he loves you and I. God said, I will love you till it hurts. Well, I tell the story in the notes below about the young man who is in love with a young lady, a young girl, and sends her a note. Dear Beth, I love you till the end of time. I will prove it to you. I will climb the highest mountain. I will swim the widest sea. I will walk across the desert. I will fight the wild beast. Oh, and by the way, if it's not raining next Saturday, I'll come and see you. <laughs> well, the joke is that it was all smoke and no fire. Now, when God said, I'll love you till it hurts, he proved that by going to the cross and sacrificing and giving himself as a ransom for many. And when he did that, he fulfilled the promise that he would, uh, as the scripture says, he looked at the cross, the suffering, the pain, and the agony, and he saw past the cross to the redemptive power to you and I in this in every generation after the resurrection, you and I redeemed peace, safety, long life, eternal life. But most of all, we were reconciled back to the Father. Now, the ministry that we have now is not the long bony finger of condemnation pointing to the sinner and saying, you foul, dirty, rotten sinner. Well, I'm getting a little exaggerated here. You're going to go to hell if you and burn in fire if you don't. I can just hear the fire and brimstone preachers now. You're going to burn in hell if you don't get saved and go to, you know, and love Jesus. Okay. Well, somehow the message got gets a little stretched out of shape because of the enthusiasm the enthusiasm of of um, <clears throat> I was going to say rebellious that's really the good word but righteous people righteous people are certainly rebellious because they're doing it their own way and that's the heart and core of a rebel isn't it and they're doing it the way they want or the way they think it's better so the long bony finger is not the way we win or bring people to Christ. Paul said, we have the ministry of reconciling people back to God. So reconciliation is the negotiation of bringing people out of the dark into the light 
by a message. What's the message? The message is redemption has been paid for and you have been redeemed in advance. You are redeemed now. Well, where does salvation, born again, save come in? Jesus said, believe on me and you will have eternal life. So the believing part where we say yes to the Father's gift to us, and that is the sacrifice, resurrection, blood of Christ brought us back to the Father. Okay. I will love you till it hurts. I'm reminded of a scripture I have used for most of my most of my journey in marriage. And it comes out of uh, Ephesians 5. I use the Amplified. I love the Amplified in these settings where it, well, it amplifies. <laughs> good, good name for the Bible, right? It blows it up and gives it some, some meat. You can see it. But he's talking about here the, the, the love of a man and a woman and the marriage and what it means and how it's it's a type of or a example in real time a real earth on earth as it is in the spirit with god and you and i we have been married to christ we've been married to christ now, so he goes on here let's see in the uh, wives be some uh, subject be submissive and adapt yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry, I brought that up. That's a, that's a dangerous scripture in this age we live in or this climate we live in, but it's still there, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's amazing. <clears throat> of all the scriptures that are in the, in the Bible, that's almost universal. Everywhere I go, talking to the person who doesn't even know there's a Bible, they bring it up and say, women ought to be submissive to men. Well, the Bible says so. <laughs> no, don't go there. Okay. For the husband is the head of the, head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, himself the savior of his body. As the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be subject in everything to their husbands. Husbands, this is where I'm going. Husbands, love your wife wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her now there is a certain amount of pain that comes with being a husband <clears throat> and uh, the quote-unquote head of the house in the sense that there's a real spiritual principle there i love teaching on that when we have time and it's the right place Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. The sacrifice of Christ is comparable to the husband's sacrifice and, and um, sheltering, protecting, giving, going the extra mile for his wife. The old antique, uh, <laughs> long ago image of the man laying the coat in the gutter so the you know the feminine woman the, the with the nice clothes on wouldn't step in the water but would step on his coat and the man that goes ahead and opens the door and the man who goes ahead and makes way makes sure everything's safe in this rebellious climate we're in for the last 
40 years or 30, there's been a, a rebellion against that to where if you grab the door for a, a woman now, in some cases, not all cases, I live in a somewhat of a remote, a, a rural area. It's be, it's changing slowly, but um, the people here still take that as a compliment, not a put down. So what does it mean by that? We have been commissioned as husbands to sacrifice for our wives as Christ did. Now, the, the point is, and the reason this is being reminded of is because God said, I'll sacrifice for you till it hurts, just like the husband sacrifices for his wife until it hurts. The single man has no clue what it means to sacrifice unless he's committed to a family a, a situation, a, you know, a, a widowed mother where he's supporting her or perhaps working for the father's, uh, you know, business to where he has to work hard to make money. Those things happen with single people. Single people have their own sacrifice and, and pain, but I'm telling you, a single person can quit their job quicker and move to another town because they have no commitment to anyone. They can just put money in their pocket, gas in the tank, and they're gone. I know I did it for a number of years. I traveled as a single evangelist, sleep in the back of my car, sleep in the back of a church on the floor, anywhere they'd put me. Oh, I tell you, some of these churches love single evangelists. They, <laughs> they can really play with that comfort zone. Okay, now back to, back to this subject. I was almost tearing up there for a moment, thinking of the pain. <laughs> well, listen, the point of this discussion today is that Christ did this for us so that we can be free. I made a comment in the notes below that we do have pain, but it's not redemptive pain as Jesus had. I'm not being because I suffer or I, you know, I'm, I'm hurting somehow or I work hard or I'm even persecuted because of, of Christ's sake. I'm not being redeemed by that. That has nothing to do with my salvation. I can be whipped and even martyred, but that did not change the fact that I was already had eternal life, forgiveness. I had been redeemed back to the Father. And the status that I hold now has nothing to do with any kind of future sacrifice and suffering I may go through on purpose or because of someone else's abuse. You see, with that in mind, then, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not looking to hurt myself so I can help God out. I'm not looking to fast and pray to prove to him that I can sacrifice so he will be better to me or he will love me more. Or somehow because I'm such a sacrificial person that uh, he'll pay attention to me. No, those things are for other purposes. There's a reason we fast and pray. There's a reason we pray in certain situations till it's wearisome and tiresome and we'd like to stop and say, oh God, give me a break. But something in us is still pulling out that prayer for a reason because God needed that intercession to do something with it. I've told you before that our prayers and intercession go into the prayer bank 
God takes those prayer bank, those prayers, and he orchestrates them at his will. <laughs> it's true. We put prayers in sometimes, especially when you pray in the spirit, as we know, as us Pentecostal charismatics believe that we pray in a mystery, we pray in another tongue, and when we do, it's prayers that God is taking, is, is, is really our spirits releasing, the Holy Spirit's releasing out of us through our spirit, other tongues, and we pray for things we don't know we are praying for. Why? Because God needed someone to pray for some place in some, in some age, in some town, in some continent, and he took our prayer and put that prayer in the gap. Remember he said, the Old Testament said, there was no one to stand in the gap. He was looking for someone. Well, you and I who move in that realm of supernatural prayer and praying in tongues and, and just giving it, you know, giving those prayers by faith, we are standing in the gap for someone and God takes that and places that prayer where he wants it. You say, well, I, I'm praying for Ben. I'm praying for Johnny or Ruth. You know, I'm praying for them. I'm, my prayers are, you know, selected prayers. Okay, that works too. Okay, well, Friday. Friday is a good day to rejoice in the fact that God suffered for us so we don't have to suffer for redemption. There's pain that happens. But that's because you stand up against the opposition. That's because you have a voice that is rejected. And often persecution comes and is painful. And there's other types of pain that happens. But it's not, we're not being redeemed by that. We're being rewarded when Jesus said, there's going to be a time when you will come before him and he will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys that I have prepared for you. You see, Jesus went into his pain and saw the joy that was ahead of him. You and I, redeemed saints. So you and I see the joy that's ahead of us, and it is eternal life. It is the rewards of, of that eternal place we call heaven, that eternal home we know we're going to someday. So what do we do? We do what's right in the sight of God today because we know the rewards are waiting for us there. One of the wonderful things about the gospel is there's a whole bunch of rewards on this side of heaven. Amen. You talk about going to sleep at night with no guilt. You talk about having a peace in your heart and you're not troubled about the past because it's forgiven. You talk about having your mind cleansed so you don't have evil thoughts like you did before you were before you came to Christ all of that are rewards this side of heaven amen we're not tormented we don't have to be driven by the enemy there's no demonic forces that can capture us why because we have the ability to resist and stand in faith friday is a good day to do that I encourage you as we go into our weekend and uh, see the rewards of community life together with the saints as we gather. 
and all the other things we do Saturday and Sunday. Sunday night, 6 o'clock, we'll tune in again. If you can't make the, the, the hour, we'll be there waiting for you when you can pick it up again. I love this journey we're on. Every day is an exciting surprise for me. What's God going to say today? What's he going to download into our spirits? Isn't that something? That's fun. All right. Don't forget, subscribe. Do all the things that help us on our internet by sharing and telling somebody about it. Giving us a comment, a thumbs up, Facebook likes likes they 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 want a like and a friend okay tomorrow or sunday we will see you at six until then you are blessed because you have been redeemed by the sufferings of christ god bless